Hello, it's another episode of When in Spain. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Paul Birch. And as always, I endeavour to bring a little corner of Spain into your ears, wherever you're listening from. Uh, In this episode, we're talking about food and specifically we're talking about sweets, biscuits or cookies, depending on which part of the world you're from. In the UK, we call them biscuits. I think in uh, in North America, cookies, but sweets at least. Now, you know, you could go to a supermarket, buy a packet of biscuits or cookies, but I've got a more interesting place to go and buy these. So if you're in Spain visiting, or indeed if you live in Spain and you haven't done this and you want uh, a slightly unusual and mysterious shopping experience, well, you can buy biscuits and other sweet things in numerous convents or nunneries right across Spain in lots of different cities. In this episode, I'm going to be wending my way through the back streets of Old Madrid to a monastery called Corpus Christi de las Carboneras, uh, which I talk a little bit about in a minute. The trick is to find a wooden doorway, which is uh, not marked with any kind of sign or adverts saying, buy your cookies here. Uh, You have to do a little bit of internet research, uh, as I did, to find the doorway, ring a bell, and uh, be let into this inner sanctum of cloistered nuns who really have no or very little contact with the outside world. Uh, This is something I've been wanting to do for quite a long time. And, uh, well, today was the day uh, I fancied something sweet and I thought instead of going to a supermarket to buy uh, cookies, I'm going to go to a convent. So on my quest for sweet cookies, biscuits, uh, unfortunately no trail of crumbs uh, to help you find your way to the secret uh, location, the convent, uh, where I'm going to go and try and buy some uh, cookies this morning. We're in the old Habsburg, old central neighbourhood of Madrid, really in between La Latina neighbourhood and Plata Mayor, maze of narrow streets. I'm currently making my way up Calle de la Pasa, which is, well, Raisin Street, or maybe Grape Street, but I think Raisin. Raisin Street, beautiful, sunny, late spring morning. Uh, it's going to be warm today. It's going to get up to around 26 degrees centigrade. And one thing I have just noticed in the last, literally in the last couple of days, that all of these swifts, all of the uh, these birds called swifts, which come and uh, spend their summer and breed, in Madrid have just arrived in the last few days and you notice because it's a very distinctive sound that they make when they're soaring darting backwards and forwards between buildings and across the sky I love the sound for me it signals the start of summer so it's a lovely morning anyway I'm not here to talk about the weather and bird life the mission today is to try and buy some cookies this is something I've uh, always wanted to do and I've never done despite spending many years in Spain I think I first saw people buying biscuits and cookies and sweets from convents and nunneries in Spain on a documentary when I was a teenager and I've always been quite sort of intrigued by it ever since. This afternoon I'm taking us up as I said into near the centre of Madrid to a 17th century convent or nunnery called El Convento de Corpus Christi 
which is commonly known here as El Convento de las Carboneras. Carboneras? Well, carboneras are like hot coals or ashes, I suppose, more like coals. Because apparently a painting representing the Virgen de la Inmaculada, the Virgin, was found by some children in a pile of charcoal and uh, was um, subsequently presented to the church. And that's all I really know about that. But if you look on any maps, it's known as El Convento de las Carboneras. So I've just made my way up to Plazuela del Conde de Miranda, which is just off uh, Raisin Street. And you're going to need to find this square if you're going to find uh, the convent. A beautiful square. They're just setting up the tables and chairs to make a nice sunny terrace for lunchtime. Beautiful balconies all adorned with bright red, white, pink and purple geranium flowers. So today really feels like summer is arriving. So what I'm looking for is a small wooden door. I've heard that it's on Calle del Codo. Calle del Codo, which means Elbow Street. So if you're Madrid and you're looking for this, uh, this convent, you really need a particular part of Elbow Street. The problem with Elbow Street is it's a kind of, well, shaped like an elbow, hence its name. It's a kind of bent, crooked street with <laughs> very narrow, more like a passageway, really, with quite a few wooden doors uh, dotted along it. So I'm looking for a door with a buzzer and it's very discreet. So there's no big posters, there's no big sign saying, come and buy your biscuits and, and sweets here. It's all very discreet. You kind of have to know where to go. So I'm just looking, I think I'm warm, I think I'm close, but I'm looking for a door, which apparently has three doorbells. One doorbell is for, it says uh, monjas, nuns. The other buzzer, is for the priest if you want to make a confession and there's a third one i'm not sure what that's for and it should have like a little plaque with opening hours as well now i've heard it's currently 12 15 in the afternoon and i've heard that it closes at 1 p.m and then reopens again at 4 30 p.m until 6 30 p.m i want to get in there before it closes for lunch at one so i'm gonna get a bit of a move on um i must say um this morning in madrid heaving with tourists there are lots of tour groups scattered all around uh, this part of the city this morning large tour groups different nationalities some are being given in spanish some are being given um, in english so i have located the door a couple of other people waiting outside as well and uh, on the buzzer you've got three buzzers uh, one says monjas which is nuns one says Sacerdotes, uh, which is for confessions. One has a picture of a light bulb and it says Venta de Dulces y Visitas and it's open until one o'clock. So I'm going to ring the bell. Nothing happening yet. Hola para comprar dulces. I've just walked into a very dark passageway. Inside the passageway, a little sign saying Torno, which means Lazy Susan. So it's, go it's going to be one of those wooden revolving doors in the wall, which will, which means you won't see the nuns. So the nuns here in this convent have made a vow not to have any contact with the outside world, not to make any contact, human contact with people. So when I buy the cookies, uh, no, no contact at all. So I imagine what's going to happen at the Torno, which is the wooden kind of revolving Lazy Susan, at the Torno, I will, I will place my order 
The biscuits will be placed on the revolving tray and I will then put my money on the tray and the money will swing around and disappear and the payment will be made. A few people in here actually, I'm quite surprised, but I'm just in a really beautiful little courtyard uh, with a little pot plants and a couple of small palm trees and terracotta pots. There's also the uh, emblem of Madrid. It's the bear, the bear eating the strawberry tree. And there's a, uh, a tiled picture of Christ uh, carrying a cross in blue and yellow tiles on the wall. So let's go and buy some sweet goodies. So just for another passageway into another sunny courtyard, which is painted bright uh, yellow, lemon yellow, more palm trees. There are a group of uh, people standing in the courtyard who've uh, just made their purchase. They've got a big white bag with a couple of boxes inside of cookies. And there's another brown wooden doorway where the Lazy Susan or the serving hatch is. Hola, buenos días. Me pone medio kilo de naranjines, por favor. Es que nada más que tenemos pasta de té y mantecados de Jerez. Ah, vale. Entonces, eh, mantecados de Jerez, por favor. Gracias. So they just spun the table around. My biscuits miraculously appeared. Gracias. Adios. The lazy Susan spins around. My cookies uh, miraculously appear. Well, not really. Miraculously. Uh, one of the nuns, as you've just heard, is behind there. And uh, I placed my 10 euros on the revolving tray. Tray spins round and my change appears. And it's as simple as that. Okay, cookies in hand. It's an interesting experience. It's quite surreal. You go into this dark passageway through two little courtyards. Uh, there's just like a wooden hatch. No one there. There's a little menu on the wall. Well, I wanted orange cookies called naranjines. But unfortunately, they'd run out of nearly all of the cookies on the uh, menu. And the only ones they had left was uh, mantecada de Jerez, which is the ones I bought, which is uh, like sherry shortbread. And the other option left on the menu was pastas de té, which are like, uh, I don't know, tea scented or tea flavored pastries. So I've gone for the, uh, for the mantecados de Jerez. It says ingredientes, harina, azúcar, Jerez seco, esencia de limón, manteca, e impulsor. So the ingredients of these on the box, it says is flour, sugar, Jerez Seco, which is like the dry sherry wine. So they do include some alcohol, lemon essence and manteca, which is, well, a step up from butter, mantequilla. Manteca is actually animal fat, so it's uh, lard. They're in a little white box, which says Monasterio del, del Corpus Christi, which I will put a little photo. I will put some photos of all of this up on the When in Spain Instagram page if you want to take a look. And there we go, that's it. Uh, just as I came out, there was a tour group, a guide giving a tour, a group of tourists there, obviously, explaining what I had just done. And just as I stepped out of the door, he kind of grabbed me and said, oh, you've just bought some cookies. Let's have a look uh, what you've got there. And uh, I showed his tour group. 
the box of biscuits that I got. So I'm going to head off and go and get a cup of coffee and I'll crack them open and I'll do a little tasting test and I'll let you know what I think of these sherry shortbread biscuits. So in the Carboneras convent uh, or nunnery where I just bought the biscuits, the nuns there are of the Hieronymus order and they have a long tradition of making traditional sweets and biscuits there. Lots of different types, uh, like I said, orange ones with sherry, there are lemon, there are tea flavoured, there are egg yolks and sugar with caramel, lots of different types indeed. And why do they do it? Well, they do it to make a little bit of extra money, obviously, to support the convent and keep it going. And this happens all over Spain. In fact, there are more than 900 uh, nunneries in Spain and apparently about one third of them make and sell sweets and biscuits. So cloistered cookies can be found in convents in Toledo, here in Madrid, Barcelona, Sevilla, Seville and many other places as well. In particular, some convents specialise in a certain uh, delicacies. For example, the Monasterio de Santa Teresa de Jesus in Avila is renowned for yemas. Uh, um, which I'm not keen on. I have tried them before. Yemas, which are egg yolks, like kind of candied egg yolks covered with icing sugar. Egg incredibly sweet and incredibly sickly. Uh, the city of Salamanca hosts the annual Feria de los Dulces de las Monjas, which is the, uh, the annual Nuns Sweets Fair or Fair of the Nuns Sweets, uh, which showcases all of their baked goods um, from across that region. And here in Madrid, uh, every year in December, there's an, uh, a fair of pastry products of monasteries and closing convents of Spain, called Expo Clausura. So these kinds of sweets and pastries have become so popular in Spain that in fact you don't have to go into a convent or nunnery uh, like I just did to buy them. You, there are uh, shops uh, in many cities where they, um, where they just sell them uh, normally. So you can just walk into a shop, uh, which is what I'm about to do now. Just around the corner from the convent um, is a small shop on Calle del Cordon and it's called El Jardín del Convento, the Garden of the Convent. And in this place, well, it says here on the sign outside, Dulces de Conventos. And, uh, well, it's a shop selling a much bigger selection of sweets and biscuits from convents all around Spain. I'm just going to walk in now and have a look. So here they've got a huge selection. Todos estos dulces vienen de toda España, ¿verdad? De distintos conventos de España. Ah, vale, vale, que acabo de comprar unos de ellas, sí, ahí. Ah, vale, vale. Sí, este local, esto forma parte del monasterio. Ah, no sabía, Ellas vale. me dicen que necesita ayuda y entonces eh, pedimos dulces todas las semanas a distintos conventos de España. Gracias. So here in this shop we've got huge big bookcases, really full of boxes of sweets um, and they come as the uh, kind lady was just telling me they actually come from uh, monasteries and convents from all over Spain and are sold here and that this shop is actually part of the Carboneras convent where I just went and it, uh, it supports their cause so the, the nuns there decided to open up this shop as well even though it's not directly uh, run by them, uh, to sell 
sweets and pastries from all over Spain, obviously as a way of um, making more money. So here we've got uh, sweets from Leon, uh, Badajoz, near the Portuguese border in the Extremadura region. We've got uh, sweets from Sevilla, from Seville. And what we also have here is um, chocolate, bars of chocolate, artisanal chocolate, also made in various monasteries around Spain as well. Not just that, marmalade, honey, other sweets. So I've just found a quiet terraza, ordered a cup of coffee, and now to unpack the cookies. I've just opened the box uh, inside a clear plastic bag inside the box. Uh, a kind of, yeah, shortbread, oval-shaped biscuit and dusted with uh, icing sugar. I have uh, a feeling that these are going to be very sweet. So let's, uh, let's have a taste. Mmm, yeah, actually not too sweet. Really just very much like ordinary shortbread. Very crumbly and light. And um, yeah, there is a very subtle hint of lemon and sherry. Jerez, the uh, vino fino. Um, yeah, really good. Yeah, I go well with a cup of coffee. I have another bite, actually. Uh, I can see these will become <laughs> could become quite addictive. So the question is, how long have nuns been making sweets and biscuits? Um, well, I guess Spanish food has historically had a strong influence from Christianity, and nuns have been baking blessed desserts for centuries and centuries. Apparently, nuns in the San Clemente convent in Toledo uh, supposedly created a marzipan back in the 11th century after finding that there was no wheat for uh, baking so instead they combined sugar with almonds to make uh, a kind of pastry for sweets um, apparently in sicily nuns there also uh, hold the claim to inventing marzipan so um, i guess we'll never really know but today's cloistered nuns apparently follow recipes which have been passed down through generations, usually based on uh, the key ingredients of sugar, flour and egg, and quite often uh, lard, man uh, manteca, animal fat of some descriptions. And some suggest that the recipes even date back as far as uh, Roman times. And some of them have quite curious names, all connected to uh, Christianity, religion, the, the ones I was, uh, I was just looking at in the, in the shop there. Uh, some called Suspiro de Monja, which means the nun's sigh, which are like shoe pastry fritters. There are also others called Huesos de Santo, the saint bones, which are like marzipan cylinders, I suppose. Uh, so they all have quite uh, curious and unusual names. So there you have it, dulces del convento nun sweets available in uh, nunneries and convents right across spain i don't know of any specific website where you can find out about it i would uh, certainly suggest uh, if you have a sweet tooth and you like biscuits would make a really good gift to take back home if you're visiting spain or if you're living in spain and you've never done it it's an interesting little experience maybe it's not something you're going to do regularly but it's unusual and they're really delicious 
So there's a slightly more unusual shopping experience in Spain. I highly recommend it. Thank you for listening. Just a quick note to say, and I know I always go on about this, um, but uh, don't forget there is a When in Spain Facebook group uh, with around 400 members at the moment. It's growing little by little every week. If you're interested in Spain and you want to share any questions, ideas, thoughts, observations, or indeed photographs or news articles, anything at all, the When in Spain Facebook Uh, group is the place to be. If you'd like to see some of my photography, uh, which relates to the numerous uh, When in Spain show episodes, uh, When in Spain is on Instagram, When in Spain 1. We're also on Twitter. And recently I started a YouTube channel with a few videos uh, which correspond to some of the podcast episodes as well. Also, if you'd like to get in touch with me directly by email, the address you need is wheninspain1 at outlook.com. That's wheninspain, the number one, at outlook.com. Don't be shy, get in touch, and I will endeavour to get back to you. Just before I go, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, uh, whether you're new to it or you've been a a long-time listener, please, please, please leave a review on whichever podcast platform you use to listen, whether it's a star rating or a little uh, or a couple of sentences. It helps give When in Spain a little bit of a boost and uh, helps uh, new listeners discover the show. And not just that, if you know uh, any of your friends or family who are Hispanophiles, Spain lovers, are uh, thinking of coming to live in Spain, work in Spain, or even just for a holiday, tell them about the show, When in Spain. Uh, We're now around 32 episodes. Uh, It's a weekly uh, slash fortnightly podcast, depending on my time commitments. Lots of useful insights into Spain and uh, what it's like to live here, practicalities, advice, and little cultural insights as well. So if you think that might be interesting, not only to you, but to anyone you know, please spread the word. Cuanto más mejor, the more the merrier. And I shall leave it there for this time. Thanks for listening, and until the next episode, hasta luego. Hasta luego.